Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, The Deep Dive, featuring your esteemed hosts, Andy Monitor and Drew Dinzik, powered by Betsperts. Welcome to The Deep Dive. Not an especially good weekend for me. Uh, from a betting standpoint, although I had just an incredible weekend from like a life standpoint. Um, absolutely f- super fucking fun wedding in the Bahamas. Just a nonstop party. It was so great. Um, beautiful. Ton of fun. Um, back at home. Ready to cook. Uh, appreciate you guys uh, for tuning in, even though we are late uh, again. Uh, apologies. It's uh, the holidays. It's it's not the wedding season. I'm not going to even. It's the holiday season. It's a whoop dee doo, <laughs> skeetle dee. But yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, it's traveling holidays. There's some weirdness. We have Saturday games coming up. I've got in laws coming. Oh my god, it's going to be a disaster. We'll see what we get to. But we're going to do this show today. We're going to do halftime tonight, and we'll try to get back on somewhat of a reasonable schedule by. I don't know the wild card round. Well, bless you. Well, I'm serious. Like, there's a bunch of holidays. All the holidays are on yeah, weekends. They're this on year. weekends this year, right? Christmas is going to be wild. The other ones, I'm going to be fine. I'll be okay with. Um, I'm not a big New Year's guy. Like, it's a, it's a dumb reason to drink. Oh, it's like, amateur hour. <clears throat> it's the worst. I will out of all the holidays. It is the worst day to be super hungover. There's so much college football and shit to watch that day. I used to, and I might actually still go do this. There's a bar that has a very good New Year's Day party that I used to enjoy. Um, so I might have to do that. Ooh. Yeah, even even when I was young, I was always a Halloween over over new year by a million by a million yeah yeah and and, you know uh saint patty's day and new year's eve is that's that's reserved for amateur hour um saint patty's (laughs) the only saint patrick's days i've had and i've had fun at a few but there was a stretch of like three consecutive years i was in vegas for march madness that the saint patrick's day was on like thursday and friday Ooh, and saturday of march madness that's pretty fun so like saint patrick's day <laughs> out in like fremont saint patrick's Ooh, day at new yeah. york yeah. like those those are fun but yeah. we digress and we uh get into get into yeah. the recap of the so, slate i think you I, had a better weekend than i did i got my ass kicked yesterday um, i had a winning i had a winning weekend yeah yeah uh bunch of things did not bounce my way i don't have any more commentary on thursday night's game uh new england sucked their offense is trash buffalo was wait what was that that wasn't even Thursday. no 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 what no no rams. rams rams oh yeah raiders. Uh, raiders suck uh josh mcdaniels is trash and uh i cannot believe that they blew that lead to fucking baker mayfield that was a that was ridiculous ridiculous I was ridiculous still outcome. pretty i'm honestly I'm, I'm still not 100 percent. this is just, this is the sickest i've been in a decade plus, but I'm yeah. I'm feeling good enough where I'm fine. Don't 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 shed a tear for me. But I was still feeling not great. And since we didn't do halftime, like I watched the first half a little. I put in a Rams plus eleven. Didn't watch the second half. We watched some TV with the wife. Fell asleep. Woke up, and I'm like, oh shit! I wonder if they were able to get close. You know, close enough to cash my big dog price there. And I looked, they won. I'm like, well, fuck, now I got to go back and like look at drive charts and figure out what actually happened because this isn't normal. 
Like they, because they looked bad in the first half. They couldn't do anything. Yeah. And I, th- I, I really more. I, I think I'm going to put more blame on the Raiders. Hundred percent. I'm going to give credit to Baker. No, let's apologize. Okay, you know what, <clears throat> Andy? The best thing that could happen. It was one, one good drive though. The best thing and that could happen. It was a great drive, to be fair. I, I have, I have my, my desire to see Baker Mayfield kind of get his comeuppance this season has been satisfied. In spades, <laughs> way I am. I'm good. I'm full. I'm full. It's been sated. Full. Oh, I'm full. I'm full. Oh. oh, I'm full. I don't need to. I don't need to see Baker struggle, suffer anymore. What would be good now would be for him to have a little bit of a redemption arc to where he gets signed and gets a chance to start next year, so he can do it all again. <laughs> You know, I just want it to be like Thanksgiving where we get to heap uh, heap, he plates uh, a betting against Baker Mayfield at the start of every new season uh, for the next couple of years. So um, that was uh, that's uh, that's about it for Thursday. The Baker cycle begins Um, anew on a new coast. Absolutely ridiculous that they won that game, though. Oh, my God. (laughs) Hysterically bad. I I looked at it. I, I took out like the last drive and I said, you know what? They probably deserve the cover. Yes, I agree. They definitely deserve to cover my 11. Definitely. But, no like, way. winning it was That's, still weird. Our blind second half under came home, too. Yeah. Enjoyed that. Um, what do you we know? We might bet the Cardinals right now. <laughs> I kind of want to. Uh, I don't second know half, I mean. Moving so heavy. I have, I, have bet, I have bet the Cardinals plus 110. Just oh, okay. Getting okay. Cart, cart way ahead yeah. of the horse. Small bet. It's not yeah. a huge angle, but it, it should be Cardinals minus one. Yeah, I, minus one and a half. If Kyler Murray is engaged in trying through the first half of this football game, we're doubling down Cardinals because sure. that's because because yeah. if he's if he shows up, then Cardinals win this one. Um, All right, on to Sunday then. Minnesota Vikings, not so great, not so great. Uh, it's kind of how we called the game though. We said that you know yeah. that only the only thing that really didn't go according to plan was the scoring for Minnesota. I mean. All in all, Kirk Cousins had 425 yards. Justin Jefferson set the all-time Vikings receiving record for yardage in a game. And this does not count against Minnesota's one one score record because the the yeah, Lions kicked the late field goal. So this you know what that did, though? They lost by 11. You know what that did? Busted the freaking Wong parlay, uh, which was not super nice of the Lions to do that to us. Uh, Lions in this game were superlative offensively. Jared Goff was just operating at a very high level for the first three quarters of this game. It looked like this was potentially going to be runaway Detroit. Uh, There was a Jameson Williams sighting. Uh, J-Mo, right off the bat. J-Mo, uh, okay. J-Mo Williams and Jamal Williams. They got the two J-A-M Williams yeah, going for them. One, um yeah, just like uh, do you know the Jets have two Q U I N Williams? There's a yeah. Quincy and a Quinnen <laughs> Williams on the Jets. Uh, very fair. Yeah, the Williams are taking over the NFL, except for the Joneses who own the Patriots. Um, the um, the general offensive effort that the Lions put forward in this game was just it was impressive. It was very impressive. Dan Campbell, uh, he did it. He coached coached this team up. Um, the Lions are a couple of bounces away from being really, really much. You know. In the mix, their uh, playoff chances are up to like twenty percent by by yeah. somebody's metrics this morning. Yeah, it's like Knicks, you know that's that's yeah. nuts. Yeah, we we I don't want to comment too much on the Vikings. Like they are who we thought they were, and mm-hmm. the lines lines put them in the corner. Um, Justin Jefferson though should be meaningful favorite. I saw Jalen Hurts is still second in that market, which uh, 
okay, what? Huh? Okay, fine. Uh, Jalen Hurts leads like doesn't have the lead in like any statistical category except for interception percentage. Like I have no idea why he would be the offensive player of the year. Uh, that said, Justin Jefferson takes a meaningful lead over Tyreek Hill thanks to yesterday's production. The Lions, back to the Lions, um, they're live for a playoff spot. They're live for the seventh seed. I don't think they're going to win the North. I think the Vikings can take care of business this week against the Colts, and basically that wins them the division, I believe. Uh, we'll check on the map there. Um, but uh, Lions are not dead, and uh, ball bounced their way a couple times differently this season. They are, you know, they're clearly a wild card team in what is a very weak nfc um is there anything about this lions resurgence that you want to point to in particular that has surprised you or that you think deserves a special credit uh, no i mean we knew say i mean saint brown is better than we thought he'd be swift has been maybe a little better than i thought he'd be i, I really i think golf is the the key to uh, maybe how good the offense has been to yeah. add, add in a healthy Jamison Williams to this team all year. And this is, this is a pretty fun offense. It's still, you know, it's still a team that has its flaws. It needs some more defense. It needs some pieces here and there. It struggled a little when it started losing guards at a yeah. clip of like two per game for a stretch there, but we knew good offensive line, good receiver one you're getting a receiver two coming back mid-season you just need golf not to be a total shit pumpkin and <laughs> when he when he's played well and yes he plays well indoors this offense is very lively this defense leaves a lot to be desired yeah. at times but um it's coming Dumb. along and mm -hmm. yeah this is a team that's i depending which direction the packers go next season they could be your fourth favorite if the Bears make yeah. moves, if the point. Bears make moves in free agency around Justin Fields and they have a legit wide receiver one threat and they've added like a good left tackle, maybe another piece to the, you know, another piece to the offensive line. It's like, you know, the, the Vikings are favorites to win the division. And then it's kind of a mess between the other three teams. And there'll be a spot probably where the Packers are your fourth favorite if it's Jordan Love. <sighs> can you make the argument can you make the argument that the lions are somebody posed this question to me today so i'm gonna turn around and ask you because i thought it was fascinating are they the fourth best team in the nfc right now i mean just by power rankings yeah like you would not favor them over the niners no even with purdy you would not favor obviously the eagles cowboys eagles cowboys no even no. with ty hilton yeah um that does not give them a negative but like name another team I would favor, favor them over the Vikings, over the, every, over the Bucks, over the Seahawks, just, over the Commanders, over the Giants, overall. Yeah, yeah. everybody in the South, yeah. everybody in their division. Yes. Everybody in the West, save the Niners. Uh, yeah. Seahawks are close, but they're starting to fade a little uh, with some things going haywire on that defense. And then, yeah, the, the Giants and Commanders are close but still behind them. So they're the fourth best team in the NFC by power rankings. And they still got to fight tooth and nail to get into the playoffs. That's how the NFL goes. It's a tough racket. I think they get there. Yeah. I don't know. We were, uh, I was blown away by the fact that the lions were the, f just uh, barely the best team in EPA per dropback, uh, heading into, you know, from week eight to, to heading into this last week, 14, uh, they are now clearly, number one in best EPA per dropback. 
they have put distance on them between themselves and the uh, the likes of the Niners, Chiefs, and Dolphins and Cowboys. So um, big game for the Lions. Uh, big game for their chances. Um, decent chance that they make the playoffs. Although at the same time, if they you know if they turtle now and uh, you know blow one against the Jets or the Panthers coming up here, I don't think any of us are really going to be surprised because that feels kind of Lionsy. Um, so uh yeah uh that's awesome the we'll get to brock purdy and his family they were okay they got a lot of screen time yesterday they got a lot of screen time <laughs> they got a lot of screen dad time. was like crying after the third touchdown i mean yeah he, he had to be beside happy. himself it was awesome yeah. yeah i heard he played baseball too um i heard that a lot actually uh let's keep moving down the list here jets bills was interesting you had a close game that was always 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 going under the total and Weathering. I had a bet. On, I had a bet on the over, so I this did not my enjoy loss. this one. Yeah, yeah, this is my my loss. Didn't enjoy this one. Uh, never really had a chance to go over. The first half weather was more problematic than the second half weather, as you can see just by looking at the box score. Things kind of opened mm. up a little in the second half, uh, but yes, it was windy. It was wet. It was like thirty three degrees, um, and nobody looked comfortable. Josh Allen was struggling, struggling, struggling in the passing game, throwing you know uh, you know completable balls. Uh, which I think was more weather than him. Mike White, kind of a heroic effort from him in this one. Yeah, he was like, he was in and out of, I feel like I got three separate notifications that he was out of the game and then back in again. There was at least two that I saw. He took a, I mean, he took like a porn star pounding. Just, <laughs> and I mean that one. The one hit didn't even get flagged. Yeah, you know, they were all they were all oh. technically legal, but boy, oh boy, did some guys like the Bills the, created the one. The one probably could have been flagged, especially considering what they called in the uh, Sunday night game. Yeah, of course. Um, the it could have been, but they were. I thought they were legal. I thought yeah. that the Bills were. Making I'm, I'm always fine leaning but, towards yeah. towards hitting them and not getting flagged. The one that I was more upset with, and we'll get to it, was the one that knocked Kenny Pickett out of the game against the Ravens. But uh, we don't need to talk about that yet. Um, yeah. Mike White was uh, was pretty amazing in this game, and they still couldn't really do anything because there's that much of a gap between them and the Bills. Uh, I mean, Josh Allen, I thought, deserved more credit for the way he played in this one than he's getting. Like, people are still kind of... Uh, not really putting, you know, elevating him to the level of MVP conversation that I think he's, it's, I make it very clearly a three man race and the market is saying, no, it's two. That's fine. Um, you know, people will point to, he's turned the ball over too many times. He's got the same number of interceptions as Mahomes. Like he's, he's going to get the one seed in the exceptionally tough AFC. Like if he pulls that off, he deserves more, more, uh, uh, cause he's basically doing it by himself as far as I can tell you. Um, the big problem for the Jets, in my opinion, was their offensive line was pretty brutal in this one. They were giving the free rushers like just a, absolute clean shots at Mike White. And Mike White was standing in there and delivering catchable balls to his wide receivers. They there was like there was a drive where Mike White made like three. How in the hell did he do that plays? Right. And the Jets were at like the 40. And it's like, okay, if you, if you have to create miracles just to get you into maybe field goal range, like you're in trouble. Um, But that was sort of the way the game played as far as I can tell you. We we said that. And we said that in the preview episode too. We said, 
you know, Mike White's not good, but this is like the third consecutive week where if he's in the game, this is a secondary, he can probably beat up on a little. The weather didn't help and definitely, definitely didn't help getting, you know, hit a thousand times. Offensive line probably was the difference in this game. Yeah. Because, I mean, maybe, and maybe if they were pressed a little more, the Bills would have done more. And it wouldn't have been this, you know, maybe, you know, the Jets score a little more. The Bills have to go into press mode and they, they put up 30 points because yeah. they can. But for the most part, the, the Bills didn't have to do that much because they were able to get to Mike White so much. Yeah, that said, Josh Allen made a couple first down conversions with his legs that were like, wow, wow plays. Josh Allen makes two, three absolute wow plays every single game, just like Mahomes, obviously. Mahomes is mostly doing it with his arm. Most, Josh is mostly doing it with his legs. But uh, it, it was there were some unbelievable spot plays. The play of the game that really kind of flipped the outcome was a weird little fourth down faking going for it and moving Dawson Knox under center and getting Mosley to yeah. jump over the center and uh, you know getting him to getting him off sides and I don't know why Mosley jumped over the center and tackled um tackled uh, Dawson Knox around the neck <laughs> but he did uh, and that gave them more life on that drive where they eventually he eventually made another incredible play scoring a touchdown so uh that was basically all that the uh Bills needed to get a win um they move on to uh marching their way to towards the one seed although uh, a couple of tough uh, tests left to go here, so things are not decided yet that they're going to get an extra week to get right before uh, eventually facing a, a divisional foe. So let's move on. You got any thoughts on what happened in Buffalo and Pittsburgh? I mean, at Baltimore and Pittsburgh? Yeah, yeah like you said, the, the hit that, that that was kind of that was important for the game. It probably was the game because as much as we've dogged on Pickett a little, he has looked competent he's better when he's not you know way behind that's uh that's been better for him or he doesn't have to get high risk he because he instantly just turns into like johnny gunslinger and starts making just wildly risky decisions so when the game state is you know semi-normal or 50 50 ish he's been quietly efficient he looked very good a couple weeks ago he's looked good and mitch trubisky for everything he's done right he turned into Johnny Gunslinger and those, I mean, those picks were that, that was the game. That the was Steelers the game. were the better team. Yeah. I thought so. And too. a lot of that, you know, that a lot of that rotated around the fact that Lamar wasn't playing and, but that's, you know, that's life. That's how the game state was starting with. And really, yeah, the, the Steelers were the better team. You throw those picks in the red zone, you ain't going to win the game. It was a close game. It was low scoring. It was ugly. Really, really wanted the Steelers to win. Yeah, because, me too. Um, and it's not like the Cincinnati Bengals were super diver- deserving of that cover, much less just like apparently easily covering if you didn't watch the game and just looked at the score because that game was close. That uh, The fact that Cincinnati won, I was just dying that Mitch was doing that because we could have taken a big swing. I probably could have gotten – probably could have gotten Ravens at a decent price had yeah. both of them at like three to one, but such is life. It looks like more Huntley going forward and uh, concussion uh, protocol. I, 
I, I think it's Huntley again. We'll see. I'm you like think? 0 for 9 on predicting court. <laughs> well, if you think it's Huntley and you're 0 for 9, then I'm going to count on it being Anthony Brown. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Brown? Did you oh, know yeah. He was the backup? Hunt, Hunt, yeah, Huntley is. Huntley's uh, in concussion protocol. Yeah. I, I guess what I meant it to say is it will not, it not be, be Lamar. Not be Lamar. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Not be Lamar. Um, yeah. yeah. Anthony Mitch, Brown is not a yeah. name I'm super familiar with. Guys. Anthony Brown? Do you know remember where he went to college? Brown? No, like yeah, it's uh, he. I yeah, he was like, wasn't he in, like, or was he really, really, really bad for the Oregon uh, Ducks? Like, why? Like, how is he in the league? BC. Oh, BC. He was he was a uh, Boston College. Okay, who's okay? Oh, yeah, okay. Dan okay. says he sucked at Oregon. Maybe he played at both. This That's is gonna be remember. the worst part. So he played BC in Oregon. For, okay. We're gonna, oh, we're gonna yeah. veer. We're gonna veer. We're gonna pull the car off to the side of the road, and we're gonna talk about like, hey, transfer you know, like, portal. This is the worst oh, part. Oh my god, it. yeah, because yeah. we always used to be like, oh, you know, he was a, you know, I remember him at, I remember Matt Ryan at BC. Yeah, I remember. Oh, the I old Mitty, the old Mitty Lion. Cal. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, old, now, uh, now hill, the old like, Hilltopper. Yeah. Now it's like, oh man, he was such a good, uh, you know, Gopher Sooner <laughs> Hilltopper Eagle. Because like, yeah. he played five yeah, teams. Right, 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 right. He was a, he was yeah. an eagle eagle bulldog wildcat. <laughs> uh, it's it's going to be a pain in the ass because these guys, as soon as they get in a situation, they don't like they just transfer. Yeah, yeah. So, um, um, all right. What well, game are we on? All right, that's all I have to say about that. I, I, I especially after you to Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, the game was winnable, my my man. What what are we doing? What are we doing? Uh, you you. I cannot believe that he played them out of that game the way he did. Uh, the red zone picks were just like, like every time you turn around, it was like, oh, cool. They're at the 20 again. Oh, turnover. Mm, shoot. Uh, maybe, you know, maybe that was his bad. No, that wasn't the bad one. No, that one was worse. Okay. That, well, that one is worse now. Uh, it was a very, very rough hang uh, watching Mitch Trubisky play that game. He was 22 of 30, Dandy. He only had eight incompleted passes. Almost three of those were the most important plays of the game as they were completed to the other team in uh in scoring territory so uh not 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 great uh nothing about baltimore that i took away from this game changes my opinion of them I they are would like flat out JK Dobbins some credit okay he was good that's okay. Uh, yeah, but he looks broken. <laughs> he's running like a, he's running with a busted tire, with a flat tire. Look at what Gil's saying. Sounds like a Gruden play call. Eagle, eagle, wildcat, soon. <laughs> I like that. I all like right. Too. Um, all right. Uh, Philadelphia absolutely ran amok on the New York Giants. And another special FU to the Giants for the. <laughs> for the garbage yeah. time touchdown that took their team total over. What are we doing, guys? Uh, I, yeah, yeah. Terod Taylor comes in the game, and you're like, okay, well, this he's just going to be here to yeah, just, let's not get anybody get, hurt. This, yeah, and no, they they played for a meaningless touchdown for whatever reason. Uh, that was a that mattered to some, Andy. It mattered to some. Uh, ultimately, just a, a absolute this hot was, mess of a this game. This was a fun one because I had Philly minus seven. Oh, okay. That that was good play by you. Yeah, this was just like right off the bat. I'm like, oh, this is fun. Like just and he was injured. Uh, a lot of my a lot of my handicap was just I I don't like how the the Giants match up offensively against the Eagles defense. I said I don't know that the Eagles just truck up and down the field like they did the previous week against Tennessee. That turned out to be wrong. They did. 
Um, Hertz really didn't even have to do a ton. He still had 77 on the ground. Sanders, though, big, big day for him. Hertz was great. Brown was great. Smith was great. And Barkley, like I said, uh, not good. Little hurt as well. So yep. maybe didn't get all the opportunities. And then the game state got away from him. Clearly his worst game of the year. Yeah. Uh, you know what else was a big F you? Seven of the Giants' points came on that ridiculous punt block. Yeah. I know. I mean, <laughs> I mean be, really, like, just, uh, just a really annoying game. Just annoying yeah, on I'm, every level. I, I, even oh for me, God. it was like looking at it, I'm like, God, this game should be like 35 nothing. Yes, game. that yeah, that is – I feel like that was the most likely outcome of having – even after having watched it. Um, a, lot, a bunch of blown plays. Jalen Hurts – Padded his MVP the, case pretty the drop aggressively. Kick. The drop kick. So turns Giants, out that is the oh, yeah. most penal penalty. More than more than DPI. They don't even. I thought I'm like, all right, maybe they'll move him back 15 yards and make him re-kick. You just give him the ball there. I'm yeah. like, holy shit, that is a bad penalty. I'm like, really, really, really it's a really bad penalty. It's really bad. That was um, I and to his to his defense. What else do you do there in the heat in, in that split second? You don't have time to think you just swing your leg. Like you've been trained to do since you were a little punter. Yeah. Cause so, and, I mean, and the refs, the refs had to like tuddle up for a while on that one. Well, presumably if you don't kick it, it's a live ball and they can pick it up and run it in for a touchdown. Yeah. So you, so I, kicking it's not the worst decision you can make. I guess, I guess the decision is to fall on it, but that's about the same as kicking it. Yeah, they still it's fourth down, so I don't know. Yeah, that was, yeah. Just uh, the decision is don't drop the ball. Don't drop the ball. That's so that's your only job if you're the punter before kicking it. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Hurts padded his MVP case. Nick Sirianni padded his. I What's Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts padded his MVP case. Although, my goodness gracious, I'm struggling with this. I'm really struggling. Like his, the only things he's leading in. Our interception percentage, he is the lowest. And like old school shit, like quarterback rating and QB wins. Like, are we still really giving quarterbacks MVP for QB wins and quarterback rating? Like, no. Aaron Rodgers got it for Aaron Rodgers got it for having very similar kind of blueprint, but he was also Aaron fucking Rodgers. And I mean, does, does Peter King still have a vote? Yeah, I think so. Like he for sure values quarterback wins. Like people that are seventy, yeah, he's sixty-five. I feel bad now. Oh, okay. But like yeah. people, people, people who are that age are for sure looking at just like he's a leader of men. They wouldn't be eleven and two, you know, whatever without him. Thirteen yeah. and one. Yeah. I, I I think I think ultimately he may get a lot of second place good. votes. Yeah, I he, think I mean he he should be in the conversation. Oh, of course, we're not, say, we're not saying we'll talk about him. No, but, but he should, he's like should minus. He's like, yeah, he's like, he's, 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 uh, I, I got, I can do the math. Is real there quick credit here. on, pa- is there, is there value on Patrick Mahomes right now at a plus number? Yes, there is, in my okay. opinion. Now, people will talk themselves out of voting for him, though, because he's yeah. lost head to head to the Bills and he's not going to have the one seed. Uh, even though. You know, he still navigated a very, a much, that's, again, like, I know, I get it. I I get it. I get it. I'm valuing things that the voters do not value, and that is a crucial mistake you do not make when you're betting into these award markets. (laughs) You think like the voters. And, 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 but 
the Jalen Hurts' schedule compared to Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen, it's not even on the same universe. He has faced nobodies all season long. And his biggest task has been, hey, go put away this uh, this three-touchdown lead. <laughs> like He's not having to come back against elite competition and make game-winning plays uh, all that often. It is rare that they find themselves in those situations because they have such an amazing coach who is now minus 400 for coach of the year, Nick Sirianni. So that one is your, going in my favor. What was your best price on him? 20, I believe, is the best I have in hand. I got next to nothing on him at good numbers, but I did look and early in the season. I got a decent, decently hard swing at 750. Mm. So the two, I, want, I just want that to just give me one award. Yeah, that would that's pay a good for one. a lot Every, of other, all, all other bad ones. Yes, agreed. The, the other, uh, the other problem, and congrats, Matt, 22 to one, Matt. Yes, summer pod. So uh, the other one that would be nice that makes me a little nervous now. Yeah, and it wasn't. They didn't let me bet much on this, but Bet US is basically not letting me bet now on that account. <laughs> oh, and really? that's where my so you like got, hopefully they're still letting me down. cash out. Yeah, because that's where the mm-hmm. Justin Jefferson one is. That's uh, that would be nice. Ooh, to twenty. To, you had twenty to one there. You were the first 25. person that brought that up. Twenty-five. I don't know if anyone can prove better number than that. You, you were I, way, I way, way seen, ahead on that. I think some people early in season there were some other prices that people grabbed, but. Um, you were you were you were first there. You were so early. Um, what's, the, uh, what else we got? Well, real quick, I wanted to kind of comment. I have two things that I'm playing defense on that are big positions right now. Sirianni coach of the year is one. Eagles most wins is the other. After I kind of had baby temper yeah. tantrum about not getting the good <laughs> Eagles win total over prices, uh, I was like, fine, I'm just going to go for the long shots then. And that was how I kind of got where I ended up with all of my preseason Eagles positions. And one of them was most wins at 20 to 1. Uh, Papa Kels, 22, 21, JJ. Okay, we'll we'll do some victory lapping when it's time. It's oh, Sam, this is the worst part about <laughs> betting on uh, yeah. betting on credit books is when you get the boot and you had good futures there. Mm. Not good. That's why I actually I don't ever play futures on credit. It's it's hard. It happens way. It happens a lot. <laughs> I know some people who get good numbers on yeah. golf way ahead of time, and then they're yeah. like, I lost that book, and then they watch Scotty win the Masters. Yeah, yeah, that happens. Ah! All right, what's up next? <laughs> Cleveland Cincy happened. <clears throat> yeah, and like I said, um, I'm happy Cincy won. You winners. Um, I would never have bet Cincinnati as a side. If you just look at what happened, I guess. It, it, I mean, Cincinnati outgained Cleveland by like 20 yards. This, Nick Chubb. This, Nick Chubb looks bad, by the way. That yeah, that was know. like my biggest my biggest takeaway was Nick Chubb looks like he's tired out of gas of running the ball. Um, he's Watson been carrying was, a twenty two man team, okay. Andy. Yeah, Watson carrying twenty one other okay. guys every week. Um, well, was he okay? Yeah, I mean, he was better than the week before. He okay. had to throw the ball an awful lot. It wasn't great. I'm not saying he's, he was good. He started he very better. slowly. He started very yeah. like his first half of football was pretty bad. I thought um, yeah. his second half showed improvement, uh, and maybe that's just the way this goes. He maybe one of these weeks he plays a full football game. Hopefully, it's this week, man. Please, Watson, do us one solid, and I will stop shit talking you. Like, beat beat this beat beat Anthony Brown. 
<laughs> for the love of God. Downtown Anthony Bryan. <laughs> and, um, what you, yeah, um, yeah, Saquon. Saquon looked a little gassed, too. Saquon All these running backs have their full, uh, what's the girl, Lily Von Stoop from uh, Blazing Saddles. Yeah. I'm wild. That's my German accent. What's up, Nutflush? Nutflush. Oh, yeah. I don't don't have a lot of takeaways from this. Burrow was okay. Watson, like you said, started slow. He looked better than last week. I think you might still get some return on him next year. Yeah. Like he he could be good. Um, Donovan Peoples Jones had like 12 targets. That's what stuck out when I looked at box scores. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Like he's quickly becoming something, and and Joku's important. Like when he's been missing, the offense has gotten worse. That said, they only scored ten points. Yeah, not great when you have like three hundred fifty yards. No, no, that's not good. Um, yeah, I honestly don't know what to make of these guys. Uh, two injuries of note in this one: Tyler Boyd with a finger, and uh, yeah. T Higgins with a hammy. Circle those. And follow them like your life depends on it. If you are a Cincinnati Packer, uh, they are who they are because of their unbelievable dynamic passing attack and all of the various weapons. And when all of a sudden your target share is 15 to Jamar Chase and the next most is five to Samaj P. Ryan, that bad. Uh, it's a concern. It's a concern because guess what? The schedule doesn't get any easier for the Bengals anytime soon. No. Their entire home stretch is hell. Um, so they need to get healthy. They need those guys bigly. Um, and uh, I'm excited, or I mean, I'm very carefully following what's going on with that injury report because they draw at Tampa this week. We'll get to Tampa. I have some choice words for them as well. Um, Jacksonville played their most complete game of the season and really, they thrashed. Really, they did. thrashed. Like- the Titans. He kind of looked. They kind of looked like a playoff team. Like this is, and you know that's yeah. still something that can happen. I guess mathematically. Just a few weeks too late, you mother effers. <laughs> what? To be fair, Tennessee is only like two games ahead of them in the standings, and they just beat them. Like if Tennessee continues to flounder, they could take the NFC South path to the playoffs. But yeah. Can't say enough nice things about Trevor Lawrence. He was great. They essentially didn't even have much of a running game. Um, didn't see the Evan Ingram game coming. I guess uh, it's not like Tennessee is some massive tight end funnel. Uh, I they guess, didn't I used guess, to be. Their safeties are really good. Yeah, this that that was maybe more surprising. Because like, T-Law has been up and down. But yeah, really, really, Trevor Lawrence might have... Uh, I'm just thinking quick. Who had the best quarterback? Is it crazy that, like, outside of Hurts, and I don't know if Hurts counts, but, like, Brock Purdy, Jared Goff, and Trevor Lawrence were the best quarterbacks? Man. Herbert was good. He was good. Um, I mean, they were the cleanest. Mahomes was the best. <laughs> that guy's... Yeah, I don't know, man. I know. I just take it for granted when he like runs and like pitches a ball completely yeah. sideways. From it's crazy. Head. Yeah, it's crazy. 
Um, all right. Well, Lawrence was amazing at long last. Um, and uh, you know, Ingram, Evan Ingram showing up might be a sustainable thing. Um, definitely adds dimensions to what they try, what they're trying to do offensively. Because for sure, if they just stick with the the, the running game, is still minus EV every snap. Every even even when Etienne is having a good day, it's still t- it's still a rough go. They're not getting any kind of push and pressure, you know, or um, you know, or, or creating gaps. Uh, and Zay Jones being sort of your wide receiver one instead of Christian Kirk is weird. Um, Marvin Jones Jr. probably doesn't need to be out there much more. I would just stick with the Zay Kirk Engram so show for now. Mix in a little Agnew. Um, yeah, he just he never have he's never had the same pop. Some he must have had an injury that just took yeah, so just slowed him down to where he's not the same guy. Um, all that said, T Law was sick, and if he continues to play that way, uh, Jacksonville Jaguars are not out of the South. Um, there is a realistic world where Tennessee finishes the season with seven wins, which is wild, 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 wild. Uh, when you look at the Tennessee Titans remaining schedule, Andy. Uh, who uh, else are they beating besides the Texans? They have the Chargers, the Texans, the Cowboys, and the Jaguars remaining. Do they finish one and three and with an eight and nine record? And the Texans looked kind of lively the other day. <laughs> they did. They could finish so out four. <laughs> you would assume that this team can beat the Houston Texans at home, but. The, the Cowboys are probably a bit too much for that secondary. Obviously, they just lost the Jaguars at home. They closed the season on the road. Um, yeah, one and three puts them at eight and nine. And the Jacksonville Jaguars, I mean, what's their remaining schedule look like? This could be a come down to the tiebreakers because the Jaguars can uh, have the Jets and Texans and Cowboys. So, like, they – the Titans Jaguars games being for the division would be a kind of awesome, but I love having a week 18 game. That means something. Absolutely. So, yeah. Even if it's to get to eight wins and win this terrible FC stuff. Well, it, it could be, yeah, it could be the, yeah, it could be a game where if Jacksonville wins, they would tie because they would go eight and nine for Tennessee and would have the double, you know, the double tiebreaker over them. Yeah, that that's just, your first. That that's the, the first tiebreaker, I believe, is divisional head-to-head. So, and the second is overall divisional record. So yep. the Titans would have them on divisional record because, amazingly, the Jaguars lost to the tit- Texans, <laughs> which is which is wild. Um, but uh, yeah, big. I mean, this is all potentially moot because if the Cowboys take care of business this week and. Uh, and beat the Jaguars, then you know maybe we're not. I mean, the Jaguars. Really the ja- Jaguars could go. You know, the Jaguars could go two and one, lose to the Cowboys, beat the Jets and Texans, and you're sitting at seven and nine. And if the Titans are sitting there at eight and eight in the last game, then a win over the Titans puts them both at eight and nine, and you have the double tiebreaker. Yeah. So, so like the Jags two, are not eliminated. Two and oh two and one, as long as the Titans go one and two, or worse. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Interesting. Um, my numbers say the Jaguars right now have a 21% chance to get it done. That sound low. Yeah. I'm at 20. I'm at 26 just off the top of my head. Okay. I'd have to run some stuff. I need to go look at why I'm there. I wonder what, what if I'm missing something? I guess it's, I guess it's the probability that the Titans win that game is a huge, 
right? Like yeah, the Jaguars I mean, are not obviously going to beat the Titans the same way. No. Titans could win that game. Yeah. Okay. That that's why I'm I there. want okay. that game to be meaningful. That's all I care about. Yeah, 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 yeah. It would be cool if the Jaguars were favorites too, and I could get off all of my Jaguar shit from the preseason because <laughs> I would do it in a heartbeat. <laughs> anyway, um Houston almost beat Dallas. Didn't watch much of this. No, I had to go back, had to go back because I didn't man, and I really was talking myself into a Houston plus 17. And then it's like, oh man. Like, I don't know if Pierce is fully healthy and they're going to be missing both the receivers. Like, they might just get lambasted. They cashed their first half money line. Like, <laughs> you know they what's were, even they funnier? They should have won this game, honestly. You know, you know, they should have won the game. But you know what's even funnier? I did bet a little Texan 17 and I saw them doing the two QB thing with Mills and Driscoll in the first quarter. Yeah. And I was like, I need to eject. Eject. I was like, this is the what are, what are we doing? What is happening? Why are we doing this? And it worked. Uh, I kind of, I mean, you get to 23 points. Texans ha- haven't looked that lively offensively in a long time. Um, I really didn't like the way that they closed the game. Um, they go for it on fourth and goal to try to score the touchdown. Don't get it. And then the Cowboys drove the field and won. Is that the way I'm reading this? I like that they went for it. Like the six okay. point lead probably doesn't do much for you at that point. Okay. So the ultimate Dallas doesn't lose. So everybody kind of forgets what was going on here. But this was weird because there were a couple of drives. There was one drive where they gave Zeke Elliott the ball inside the goal line four times and he got stoned. And they so they don't convert on fourth and goal. They gave it to Zeke a fourth time. There was a time in this game where Dak Prescott uh, was just completely incapable of beating the Texans' pass defense. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I when really. He, when I'm he not threw sure. that pick, yeah, when he threw that pick late, like in his end, I'm like, this is done. This yeah. is this is fucking yeah. over. I, yeah, but yeah, then they gave then then the Texans put the game in the capable hands of Rex Burkhead. Yeah, <laughs> and that didn't go Look well. At this. I think I win a hundred thousand dollars if this happens. Remember that? I bet like I bet like twenty five bucks I do, on this exact I matchup. I remember. I just I remember wish we knew which podcast. Were... I wish just wish we knew which podcast it was that we talked about. That was that our I summary think pod. Dan has the notes clipped. Yeah. Um, that was. It'll be funny if they both. We might have made play. a graphic about. You might have made a graphic about it. We'll look into this. I'm excited. Um, all right. Uh, Miami. No, no. Let's go to Seattle. Let's go to the afternoon games before we talk about the night game. Carolina. Played their most complete game of the season, and they are live as well. <laughs> they could win the NFC South, uh, particularly if they play as well as they played in Seattle on Sunday. I w- was miserable watching this one for lots of reasons, as you can guess. Um, I and I and I don't want to be colored by my bias here and say that this was more about the Panthers coming in and playing a complete game than it is about Seattle really having continuing to show just significant flaws, particularly with their run defense. Um, They got out physical. The Panthers wanted this one. They're going for on fourth downs late in this game. They wanted it badly uh, with the lead rather than padding their lead with field goals. They're going for on fourth downs to try to create more of a game, more of a gap. So it's like they were up, 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 up for this game. And 
Seattle kind of played like they were ultimately going to figure out a way to win. I thought they were going to win. Fourth quarter comes to, they get the stop at the goal line. Fourth quarter comes around. I'm like, Seattle's been the best fourth quarter offense in all of football this year. Like, here we go. Here we go again. Uh, and they just never had any rhythm. I don't know if it was just a bad, you know, bad play calling for what Gino was capable of doing that day or uh, he just him having a bad day in general. Uh, his stat line didn't really reflect sort of the quality of play that I saw with the eyeball test. Um, well, oh, he, he was a little off. Just, yeah, real. He, he was off. They were missing their star young running back. Homer wasn't up to the challenge. Schefter took the bag from like a DFS company or somebody and just lied about Tony Jones Jr. starting. Um, And then, like you said, their run defense was bad. It's continued to show some cracks. Uh, Hubbard and what Deontay Foreman both had decent days. Pretty you know efficient, when, you know run, when, uh, pretty efficient knew... <laughs> running day. And then like Darnold and Darnold didn't have to do that much. Yeah. That's how you want it. You know when I knew I, when we were when I knew Seattle was in trouble? When they couldn't get off the field because Raheem Blackshear was gaping them. <laughs> it was like, oh shit. Like you, you can't you can't uh you can't stop Raheem Blackshear, a practice squad player that the Panthers just picked up from the freaking Bills. Like, this is a bad sign. Um, Darnold was not even that good in this game, and it didn't no, matter. No, he didn't have to do much. Didn't matter. They, the fourth, the four passes that he threw in that goal to go series where they went for it, awful, just awful. I don't know what the, I don't know what they were thinking, uh, but his decision making was terrible in that moment, and that's when I thought the Panthers had a chance. Didn't I mean the Seahawks had a chance? Didn't 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 really ever manifest. Some of the Seahawks struggling. I'm nervous. It's about rookies hitting the rookie wall, and that this is a longer term trend as opposed to something that is going to be imminently fixable, but they still have a healthy set of wide receivers and actually are getting even better play out of Goodwin, who is adding, you know, adding to the, uh, you know, the, the depth like there, but Metcalf and Lockett are all awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And Goodwin add them to the mix. You don't have running backs. Big deal. Like that's not how you should be winning, trying to win football games. Anyway, just put the ball in these guys' hands and let them cook. Um, I think, yeah, Seahawks, Niners is going to be a really interesting handicap this week, and I'm fascinated to hear if you have early thoughts on that. Niners were very, 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 very good in all facets Question. of the game. Yeah. Will we ever, and you can go, you can presume this man has a career as long as the man he faced across the field. Will we ever see Brock Purdy play this well again? He was. It feels like he peaked. Know. He peaked too early. <laughs> it's possible. Like the, I the, mean, it the was wildest weird. thing about this game was. Yeah. So Drew, what's and and maybe I should be giving Shanahan credit rather than acting incredulous about this. But what is conventional NFL wisdom, which like we all know maybe isn't the best way to go about things, when you have a young, inexperienced, maybe underdrafted quarterback. What do you do? And yeah. and not only that, but you have like three great running backs and guys who are great with the ball in their hands. Yeah. You play a conservative game plan. Yeah. And for some reason, Shanahan went out with his most aggressive game plan we've ever seen. This conservative game plan has like cost him playoff games, cost him Super Bowls. Yeah. And he goes out there with Brock fucking Purdy. And it's like, man, they really should just, 
you know, try to get 10 more yards and kick a field yeah. goal here. And he has, he has Purdy throwing to the end zone. He has Purdy slinging it to the corner to, yeah. to, uh, you know, Christian McCaffrey. And he's to Purdy's credit. He was making all the throws. He was. And I, I just, I didn't understand the game plan. I didn't hate it. I had the Niners, but it was, it was puzzling. I didn't so, know what to make that. Several thoughts. And he Number ran one. the ball well. Yes. Number one, Shanahan. understood the way that you beat Todd Bowles defense. Yeah. Todd Bowles defense is aggressive and he matched aggressiveness with aggressiveness in a way that the Rams, like he, like he, like Shannon clearly studied the way that McVay schemed and played the bucks both times last year. And there was a lot of that sort of stuff in there. A lot of similarities between the stuff they were trying to run. The Purdy actually executing it was a surprise. All right. But the fact that Shanahan had the confidence to tell Purdy to go do that stuff and believed that he could means that there's something he's seen with Purdy practicing that he is like, this will work. Right. Like he's not going into that with an aggressive game plan if he doesn't think that Purdy's got a chance to execute it. And he did. He did it very, very well. Um, maybe the first play of the game where Purdy got, uh, you know, got bull rushed and uh, Keanu Neal hit him in the helmet. Just Purdy was unconscious. That not, it, it was, yeah, it was like <laughs> Purdy a, was rookie, unconscious. A rookie of the year situation where it's like yeah. funky butt loving. All of a sudden, I have a rocket arm. And Brian, <laughs> to your point about yeah, the IU, the IU catch, yeah, like he he did have a big chunk of pressure in his face. The fact that he even got it over the corner back there, but I mean, it was underthrown. And yeah. Tampa Bay's defense, yeah, they looked incredibly beatable. Yes, and uh, I wanted your take on this. Who had the better tip it to yourself interception, Dre Greenlaw or Willie Gay? Dre Greenlaw. Dre Greenlaw was so good. They were both. They were both they very, make, very. They very didn't young. make linebackers yeah. like this when we were young. No, no linebackers no, were no. just huge guys with neck rolls that yeah. hit you if you made it through the line. Like yeah. linebackers weren't covering thirty years yards down the field back in the nineties. Like. These linebackers are so athletic. And yeah, yeah Willie, Willie, credit to Willie Gay, but Dre Greenlaws was probably better. And they're both yeah. so good. The, um, Ricky Flower brings up a good point. That was a design chief shot. It did feel a little bit like it was, like they were trying to just rattle him a little early in the game, yeah, like they were trying to hit him. Um, there were a handful of Buccaneers defensive plays, especially that I thought were kind of dirty uh, early on. But you know who was all over that, Andy? the refs <laughs> that was a very lopsided call in the first half of that game i thought uh some ticky tack stuff took points off the board for the bucks some uh extended some drives for the niners but the, the again the, the bucks, interception the bucks, that the was pretty, the yes softest holding so, call. that guy fell down what was uh did you see the donovan smith hold that brought back the evans touchdown yeah i'm still that looking one, for that it. one was uh, that one was borderline on every the interception play. One was worse. Yeah. yeah, the interception was worse. Um, that said, even with all that stuff going the other way, Niners win this by what twenty? Yes. Now, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I like, mean, was, yeah. That, so I'm like, man, refs. It just refs made it look a lot worse. Refs, refs, refs are making this game one sided, and then I was like, this was one sided game regardless. <laughs> it's uh, not nothing to really be uh, all that. McCaffrey upset about was here. very good. Um, McCaffrey was amazing every time he touched um, the ball. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, 
I thought uh, just in general, uh, what a what a what a what a what a way to what a poor 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 way to back up what was a very very um, huge win that the that the Bucks got last time out. Like, man, you know, talk about giving it all back. Um, and I've said this a couple times today now, so apologies if you've already heard us, but uh, the Panthers were a DJ Moore taking off his helmet away from beating the Falcons and the Saints win that game against the Bucks on Monday Night Football 99 times out of 100. Yeah. Those two results flip and you talk about Panthers are in control of their division. Forget about live. Like they are in control of the NFC. Well, South. and not, not only that, with but a like, game in hand head, head against the, the Bucks. The the Falcons have had like four close losses too. Yeah. Like, too. The, the Bucks are super lucky to even be leading this division at this this point. Against <laughs> super, basically all the other super teams. lucky. Super lucky. They have the Bengals, Cardinals, Panthers, Falcons yeah. left on their schedule. What price would you need to bet Bucks playoff bill right now? Good to minus one ten. Oh wow. They're dead. You think it's fifty fifty? I I I'd have to look, but what a far cry know, from one week three? ago with that crazy, crazy emotional comeback against the Saints. Three to one. It was like, oh, now they're the team nobody wants to play. You think? Three to one? Three to one's bettable. Yeah. All right. I'm not I'm on there too. I'm there too. It's close. Okay. Okay. Let me see what there. Let me see what the number is, by the way. Um all right. So I'll start in on what's that leave us with? Just the Broncos Chiefs, which was looking like an absolute ass whooping. Was that 27 nothing at, at a certain point? Yes. There were 27 uh, un, unanswered points by the Chiefs to start, and then 21 answered points by the Bucks, by the uh, Broncos to fall. Yeah. I guess if you're Denver and you're looking forward to next season with your new coach, there's maybe a glimmer of hope for you Broncos fans. Wilson looked serviceable. That's about as good as he's looked for three or four drives in a row. Probably the last game you're going to see him all season. Months. Yeah. And at this point, if he, if he's even a little dinged up, it's, there's no reason to be playing him. You know how you know he's dinged up? Because his eyes were crossed when he got up out of that hit. <laughs> and I mean, because I was the, almost like, the knot on his head was about the size of a, a, a small yeah, grapefruit. He got full <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like that was yeah. one of those, the, the last time we saw a quarterback just not knowing where he was, was that bad, besides, you know, that wasn't a dolphin from this mm-hmm. season. Yeah, was probably that Flacco hit a couple years back. Yeah, where he he put his finger against up. the Dolphins. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> check please. <laughs> yes, check please. Yeah, yeah. Joe is, Flacco. Uh, he's check. he's not in protocol. He's like straight on fucking concussed. There's no yes. like. There's no way yeah. he's yeah. not concussed. He's in a dark room right now. Hopefully. Yeah, like he's yeah. getting treatment. Hopefully he's fine. And he doesn't take too many more of those ever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I would figure he might be he might be taking a break for the season. Yeah. Uh on the other hand, uh Mahomes was sloppy at times in this game. People will point to the interceptions. A couple of the interceptions. Did you see the jewel, the second jewel interception? I mean, the I jewel, I mean, it. that was just a I don't great think he, snag. It was just a great snag. I don't think he tipped it to himself, but there was a bunch of good picks today. Um the uh Ricky, uh, I wouldn't worry about it. 
Did you see how Brett Ripon played? <laughs> Yuck. Um, it was not good. Uh, Broncos had a chance to win that game if Brett Ripon doesn't arm punt, <laughs> I think, with the chance to uh, to put it away. Also, speaking of putting it away, Chiefs did one of the things that you see them do against a lot of bad teams, which is they get the ball with like six minutes left in the game, and you're like, okay, Go drive and score and put this one away. And instead, they managed to wipe out the entire clock without even uh, really threatening to score. Like that, I, I don't understand how they do it. No, uh, it, yeah, it's it's almost like it, here's a nine play, eleven yard drive that took six minutes off the clock. What yeah. what even is that? Ten plays. They went 49 yards. Ten plays, 49 and they, yards. And they wiped out. And they wiped out 421 to end the game. Yeah. How, like, and you know what's, what else is even funnier about this, Andy? The coaching is the funnier part. Who is the least likely coach you would expect to be able to manage the time this mathematically well, well at the end of a game? It's Andy Reid. <laughs> because it, it's the opposite of taking timeouts. It Running running the time away is the antithesis of using your timeouts. <laughs> it's it's yeah. anti-timeout. So I get, I guess he gets it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, it was still fun as shit. And uh Chiefs move on to not clinch the AFC West because the Chargers were able to get it done against the Dolphins as dogs on Sunday night football. What about the Miami Dolphins approach to running offense in this game were you the least impressed by? Because it's a long list. <laughs> um, I mean, doesn't the offense just look a lot better if Tua doesn't have the worst day? I mean, it just every ball he threw seemed like it was going to hit the, you know, it was going to hit the receiver in the yeah. back, or like, he was just shot, really, really. He had an bad. extra shot putty. He had an extra shot putty spin on his on it, his ball last night, no doubt. It was yeah, it was super rough. Do you think he's got some sort of weird injury that is affecting his mechanics? Because they look like they have D. They look like bad. they have D. Uh, what's what do you want to call it? Uh, decomposing? I don't know. That's not the right word. He's uh, he's regressing mechanically. Uh, from yeah, what his I mechanics look bad. Yeah. Um, Tyreek Hill. Uh, status for him health wise going forward. You got to read because I feel like no. if he's not out there. Because Waddle's not right. I don't know what the hell's going no, on. No, well, Waddle's right. still hurt from like two weeks ago. Yeah. If Waddle and Hill aren't 100%, and Tua, even if Tua comes back to median Tua, this offense is going to be much worse because that's yeah. what's carried it. It's just like their ability to make plays in that system. So here's, And I, I do, yeah. do want to give the Chargers credit. I said this this morning to Noops. I said, maybe I just haven't seen him play fully healthy and with Keenan Allen enough, but I left yeah. the game like thinking is Mike Williams, the best wide receiver in football right now. Like every play he made was like, well, that was a really, really good catch that was contested. He's, and he, when healthy, he's body, clearly top 10. His, yeah. yeah. His yeah. body control and the way he, the way he did that thing where he was so heavily covered and just worked his way around the uh around the cornerback to come back 
Like, yeah. Allen, too. Both receivers are so good. Yeah. So here's the thing about uh, Sam brought it up, uh, Gil as well. Solak mentioned it on you know on his timeline, uh, and uh, it's absolutely it was very very it was most apparent to me in the Niners game uh, because they have big physical corners and they were really really getting physical with with Hill in particular. I thought because he's small and that's that's a that's a completely fair approach to go after Hill because if you let him get up ahead of steam, you're screwed. Uh, if you have him in open space, you're not tackling him. Um, and I think realistically the Brandon Staley ran a lot of shell in this one. And in that system, you know, you know, facing that type of a defense, I would have expected Tua to succeed because you're not asking him to do the really hard stuff. You're just asking him to do the easy stuff, manage the game and, you know, kind of, you know, get it done over the middle of the field in the short intermediate range. And Tua, that was like kind of the thing that he had in his back pocket coming into this year, I thought, right? Like I thought that if there was one thing you could count him to do, it was that. And the fact that he didn't even look good against, you know, like the opposite of Russell Wilson, right? Russell Wilson apparently will never learn how to defeat the shell. Never. He relies way too much on getting a deep over the middle type of stuff. And that's, that's specifically what it's designed to take away. Right. And so yeah, I guess I, I was just, I was surprised like that, you know, and especially when you have a week to prepare on the road to get your mini camp opportunity, to stay in West coast after a tough loss to the Niners tough as in like you got exposed to a degree, like you need to go back to the drawing board a little bit, McDaniel, and you need to figure some things out and come up with some new looks here. And you're going up against a team that really can't defend the run at all. And I get it that like, you didn't, you didn't have a clean game in terms of lots of chances to like really run your offense the way you would want to. Cause the Chargers were doing a really good job of playing keep away from you and your defense was not getting anywhere close to the type of pressure and disruption it should have gotten. Um, but just so many three and outs, so many dis- disappointing yeah. drives, ending in punts. <clears throat> and somebody in the chat just brought it up to um, Taylor Rogers says the Jeff Wilson injury is actually noteworthy. Yeah. Him going out with the hip injury in the second quarter, that didn't help it's because true. like you said, it's a team you should be able to run against. And Wilson and Mostert probably aren't great RB1s, but the combination of them is usually enough against a bad running defense. And it just, it was a bad, I don't want to say it was a bad game plan for McDaniel, who maybe we suck off too much, but like it kind of was. He didn't oh, it adjust was, It well. was bad. It was bad. Yeah, it, it was poor adjustments. And then just... No. It, it, it wasn't like this horrific game plan that was just a disaster, but it was a bad game plan or below average, let's say, that was exacerbated by Tua shot putting, Jeff Wilson yeah. getting hurt, um, Waddle not coming into the game 100%, and Tyreek kind of the same same situation. So, uh, yeah. tough cookies. Um, you know what else is not good? The When your defense is conceding 15 play 78-yard drives... But then didn't downs, by the way. <laughs> didn't even score on that one. Then in the next one, eight play, 42 yard drive. Uh, later on in that half, a 13 play, 90 yard drive uh, for a touchdown for the Chargers. Uh, second half, you had a six play, 90. Uh, sorry, that one wasn't even that noteworthy. Uh, you had a 17 play, 79 yard drive that ate nine minutes a clock when you were at a deficit. 
you ba- they basically played absolutely smothered you keep away on that one drive where they're up they go ended up going up not two scores at the end of it um but justin herbert completed a third and five pass for nine yards he completed a third and three pass for five yards he completed uh, a third and eight uh for 10 yards and uh at, in the end good. yeah in the end you know it, it's it was sort of the the it was good herbert which is he's just absolutely elite on those late down high leverage moments. Well, like that, that <laughs> throw, just... I, I I can't remember. I think it was Keenan Allen that throw to the to the left sideline yeah. where he was working his way over, and it just like it's like he had his arm there, and there was a zip line between the arm and and the receiver's arm, and the ball was just suddenly there. And even when he he just pointed back at him like. There were some really good throws. This is the level of Herbert they need to see if they're hoping that this is like a long-term, you know, team that can compete with the Chiefs. Let's answer some yeah, I mean, just, oh, We both clicked on it at the same time. <laughs> Go ahead. But yeah, Brian asked thoughts on Chargers, AFC Super Bowl futures. Bosa. Bosa is close to returning. Slater, they've said, can be back this year. And then Derwin James, yeah, that's not a, a big issue. I do not believe enough in this coaching to take those futures in a tough AFC. I think there might be some value. It's just not for me. And just because it's not for me doesn't mean it's not for you. This team is incredibly talented. If you think they can overcome the coaching and some of the hiccups and the the curse that this team is under after apparently their first stadium was built on a Native American uh, burial ground, I that's not a fact. I just assume that. Assume, all, yeah, assume it. Fair to assume. As, assume that so uh maybe but yeah this kill <laughs> saying the same thing i'd like it a lot more if the chargers didn't have the chargers history yeah if they weren't the chargers i would think about it i guess uh no the um so the, we can we can kind of dis- divorce ourselves a little bit from the hyperbole but your main point which is can you trust this coaching maybe staley comes up with a great game plan and gets you a playoff win against a good team because of the defensive scheming but i'll be goddamned if Lombardi comes up with a winning approach as an offensive mind. It is a bad. Their their third and fourth down plays when the distance to go is under three yards are abhorrent. <laughs> like like you may as well kneel or 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 just or just throw the ball deep. Like you should throw a hail mary on those plays. It would be better. <laughs> Arm punt, yes, I like it. It's like, why are we running one yard, one yard routes on third and three? <laughs> like there, and it's not just like the one they threw to. It's like three guys running one yard routes <laughs> and not and getting like, each other's way. Yes. Yeah, quad, yeah, quadruple, quadruple <laughs> yeah, reverse. Yeah. Let's run something unique here. This, the scheme is atrocious. If there is one coaching change that I would like to see, it is the offensive coordinator to be replaced for the Chargers by whatever means necessary. And if they win too many playoff games and that doesn't happen, it's going to be bad for us as football fans, really. Like we want Herbert to be with a good, you know, a good in a better scheme. Like this is, it's not good. Don't love, do not love. Chargers should have had more than 23 points yesterday. Like Chargers should have scored, I don't know, 30. Uh, It was, uh, and I get it, like, you know, 
first drive of the game, they ended on the two, fourth and goal. They don't get it. Um, but it's what you said. Like, it's just a yeah. and, fourth and, and again, two. It's... Justin Herbert pass short left to Carter for no gain. You know what I like to do on fourth and two at the goal, Andy? Throw it short of the goal line. <laughs> Why? You really, really got to like play. <laughs> Why? To get away with that. <laughs> Why? 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 Only, second only to the Derek Carr fourth fourth down throwaway. Yeah. So that's the first part of the answer to the Brian's question, which is that the coaching is a problem. The second part of the correct question is they're going to be on the road for the duration. They're going to have to go and play at some. Really. They can't win the division. They're going to have to go on the road. And Herbert is going to have first playoff jitters probably. I mean, I know he's Staley broken... first playoff game, Herbert's yeah. first playoff game. It's a lot. Yeah, this, yeah, the, yeah. And if if they, I mean, there's there's a lot that Herbert has kind of broken the mold on in terms of like you typically expect this from a young quarterback. Bad and haircuts. He did, bad, yeah, bad haircut. Well, he 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 uh, he, he grew it back. He grew it back, but he also yeah he he made the mold <laughs> for young quarterbacks getting bad haircuts. Um, but he's you know yeah the the, the the weird stuff like better under pressure than he is in a clean pocket and better on late downs than he is on early down like that type of stuff is he's kind of is kind of wild about Herbert uh, and maybe he goes into a playoff game and he is like you know late he's like uh, peak play, peak Peyton Manning kind of a uh, uh, you know an operator out there. But uh, I don't I need to see him I need to see him have some. Uh, uh, need to see him have some playoff reps first before I really get involved with them long term. Even okay. though the prices are pretty decent. All right, let's uh let's take a look at a few. Yeah, let's take a look at a few of next week's games real quick. Um, the Niners are three and a half point favorites. They were Thursday night. I guess you can still get three and a half someplace. Yeah, it's 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 at uh. Chris has three and a half oh five right now. Yeah. Um, you gotta lay one fifteen if you want the Seahawks side of that. I think I like the Seahawks there, but yeah. I I do want to hear I don't think I don't think there's like a chance Debo plays. No, Debo Debo's we're talking like maybe comes back for the playoffs now. That ankle probably like four weeks minimum. Six. Really? Yeah, I didn't think it was a high ankle. It, it wasn't was. broke. No, was it wasn't it? broken. Yeah, it was a high ankle. Yeah, I I heard six to seven. Yeah, like I'd love to play the Seahawks because this is too much for a divisional game at home versus a a quarterback you should be selling high on. But man, the game plan for the 49ers is just too easy here. If this rush defense keeps regressing, Christian McCaffrey. Whatever you guys want to set his prop at, I will probably bet a little bit on the over. Like, it, the game plan is get him the ball thirty times through the yeah. on the ground or through the air, which that's not going to that's too many. Like, but even like twenty touches combined, the Niners win this game. Like he's going to be pretty successful in anything he does. Basically, just you need Brock to not come too far back to earth. Don't give this game away on the road. It's an incredibly tough place to play. It's going to be a wild, raucous atmosphere. It's going to be tough. Um, but yeah, yeah. I've no no interest I, in, in laying it here. I I nibbled a little Seattle plus three and a half when it was a flat three and a half because of the concern that Purdy may not go, and in which case this is the Josh Johnson show. 
That's a that's a horse of a different color. <laughs> At which point should Josh Johnson be laying three and a half on the road? No. Um, also, there's a case Brock Birdie shouldn't be laying three and a half. There's in prime time in in Seattle. Not a great spot necessarily for young quarterback. Uh, also, the Niners have cluster injury going on right now at defensive back, uh, yeah. and they're going up against a team that has three very good wide receivers. Um, so is this total a little low? That's a good point. So the Seahawks, I think we got to revisit this at halftime. At I think both game. teams, both teams will be able to do what they do best on offense. Yeah, they should. You have three yeah. good receivers against a cluster injury. You have. Honestly, two still without Debo, you still have two good running backs and a good running scheme, a good short passing scheme mm-hmm. against a team that can't defend that. And yeah, I'm going to play this over. Another Thursday over that I'm going to lose. Uh, <laughs> uh, the um, I'm on it. Forty-three and a half, one ten. The uh, the the uh, big play potential is real in this one too. You know. Uh, so Seattle's defense was on the field for 40 minutes yesterday. Now they got to turn around in a short week and fix a bunch of problems. I don't know. Um, yeah, and, and that's the thing. Like, I as Ricky brings up, Seattle doesn't really have a running game right now. Not that's so kind of a good thing. Sh- yeah, I think that's good. I'm not sure it matters against what you'd want to do against his defense. Let Tino cook. Yeah, and in fact, the opposite of like one like some of like if you don't if your running game's not going well. Uh, it's kind of good to take a running back away from Pete Carroll. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I, re- I really him. do think I really do think Seattle's going to be chasing most of this game, so they're going to have to throw, which kind of plays into their end. Close like game, call. close game. I like the over. Not a strong play, but I'm going to play it anyway. Saturday football: the Ravens and the Browns get together. Um, it'll be Watson's third game. He is a, a road, excuse me, home favorite, two and a half. Um, what was supposed to be a top five quarterback, the savior of Cleveland, the mistake on the lake is now laying two and a half to whatever quarter, <laughs> Anthony Brown, downtown Anthony Brown. Do we kind of just have to yeah, bet the Sean Watts? I think, I think so. <laughs> I think so. I mean, if it's ultimately, if this is a switcheroonie and Lamar shows up, this flips to Baltimore minus two and a half probably, right? Yeah. At I least. still kind of like Cleveland in that. I don't, I don't think you have to be on the wrong side. I don't want to, yeah, but I don't, I don't want to be on the, yeah, right. That's a, that's a good point. We're talking asymmetrical moves here only. Yep. Right. Like, I mean, it's, I don't think realistically Cleveland closes over three, but they could. It's leaning towards three. Yeah, but, but again, I'm fine betting over three. three. Yeah. No. yeah. I, I don't mind. Yeah. I don't mind laying three. I don't want only three and a half necessarily. Obviously, I will. You want the best price. Enter, enter the market at the right time. Don't, don't just take this for granted. But, um, if Lamar Jackson is even trending in because like he's practicing, then you're going to get a better price than two and a half minus one sixteen, I think. Yep. All right, Colts Vikings Vikings laying four, leaning towards four and a half. Yeah. A little higher total in this one, forty seven and a half. I forgot <laughs> to mention the last one, thirty seven and a half. Um, with the Browns running game doing bupkis and Watson trying to find that midseason form late in the season, Vikings. Defense should have a little more luck against uh, this offense. I think so. But uh, and is this so? Is this a defense the Vikings can play well against? I think so. I think this number's fair. 
You Again, do? the Vikings are not great. They're not this juggernaut. They're a middle of the pack, slightly above average team. Yeah. Yeah. Four is about perfect. I don't I don't have a move in this one. Total's about right. All right. So how much worse than an average team is the are the Colts for you? Because they're a lot worse than an average team for me. I think they're probably three points worse than average. It's really bunched up at the bottom, bud, for me. Okay. Uh, hmm. Like you can Colts make a case. This, should make. Should can, mention yeah, that. that that's that's why I think that this like if they're not off a buy, maybe this is five, and that's fair. But like this number is pretty fair. Okay. If this got out to six, six and a half, I'd bet the Colts. If this were down to the three, I'd probably take the Vikes. But this is where it should be. Okay. I don't I, know, so, do you have some edge here? You think? Yeah, I'm laying. I'm laying here with Minnesota. I'd I'd almost be more comfortable with Minnesota team total over, just because they're continuously yeah. fuck ups lately. But yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I'm gonna continue. I don't. To I don't fault you. Marinate on this. I'm gonna continue to marinate on this. Um, Circus got so a three and a half. So four. yeah, yeah. Circus got three and a half out there. So if you want that, that's available. Um, yeah, I've just um, I'm not, I'm not, uh, uh, I'm not convinced that the Colts have a fight in them in this game. Maybe that's on me. Maybe that's maybe that's my my own bias. Ricky, but... use, Ricky using the urn, the urn emoji. Ooh. <laughs> um. The last time we saw the Colts, I don't know if you remember what happened, Andy. <clears throat> it was Sunday Night Football. And the Dallas Cowboys uh, yeah. scored 33 unanswered points. Let's, and, yeah, again, um, let's save some of this for anyway. Wednesday. Let's not go. Let's, yeah. let's spin yeah, yeah, a little yeah. quick okay. here. I got to get home yep. for supper. Uh, Bills laying seven and a half to the Dolphins. Yep. We'll bet a flat seven if it shows. Yeah, pretty much. Total's probably right there. That's it for your Saturday threesome. Um, Commanders, Giants, every do, do they only have division games now for yes. the NFC East every single week? <laughs> they 40 did this last for year a, too. Total of 40 actually might be a touch high here if the Commanders yeah. defense shows up and limits Saquon. Andy, these Commanders probably favored by four is about right. Yeah, these teams played recently. Do you remember how many points were scored? About 40. <laughs> <laughs> Could we exactly. see another tie? Exactly 40. 20 to 20 in that game. Uh, commanders are passed for me on this one. Yeah. Oh, and, it, and excuse me, this did get flexed out. I'm just reading an order on Bookmaker. But yeah. this is the Sunday night game, which is oh, whatever. I don't care. It's a division game. It'll, it'll be hard fought. And I, there's some things I like about the Commanders. I'll be cheering for them. Oh, I was uh, confused Jet- as shit. I thought you meant it got flexed out of being the Sunday night game. This was flexed in? I don't know if it was flexed in. I think maybe it always was. Like no, the, no, no. The it was flexed in, and Patriots Raiders was flexed out. We don't get to well, see McDaniel's fair. McDaniel's against his uh, former uh, against his former mentor. Jets hoodie. Anyway. Our one point favorites barely. This is essentially a pick 'em. We want to see Lions. Dallas Jacksonville. They should flex Dallas Jacksonville. Fuck, that's the best game of Sunday. Probably Jets Lions. No take. Lions, That's a pretty good uh, game, too. Yeah, golf probably plays worse because it's outdoors, on the road, in the weather. Total. Oh, God. 
total sprite right i'm fine with this one mike white part of it mike white has broken ribs and this could be the flacco or zach wilson show man i kind of want to take lions i wonder and just if that's where the cowboys see if the market moves P-Y. they said lamarck or uh, flacco can still do it certainly ty has some gas in the tank. <laughs> chiefs big favorites 14 point favorites they must be at home right no oh in houston Oh, no, no respect for this Houston team. Not off one week. And yeah, the Chiefs can probably have their way here. If uh, kind of monitor Collins, monitor Cook, see if we get it, see if we get any receivers in this game. But uh, the Chiefs maybe are comfortable just coasting again, especially in a road game here. It'd be Texans or nothing, which means for the second week, I'm not betting the Texans game. Total of 49. <sighs> I think get there? I might yeah. be live betting this, depending on how the the game state mm. is. There might be some live action in this total. Yeah. Um, the Bears are also almost double digit home dogs. Nine and a half. The Eagles head to Chicago. I think this is pretty much locks up everything. If the Eagles can win this one, I want I want the points with the Bears in this. Do you think I'll get ten if I wait, or is this going to go down? I guess it's I not going to go across eight I and a half, s- right? See the injury news for the Bears. See who's healthy. You know who's not is uh, Lane Johnson going to be a week to weeker. Yeah, he matters for the past. There's a pro. chance. There's a chance I like this over. Mm. The Eagles still have issues with the running attack. I think. Uh, I mean, you know, with the running, their running defense. I think uh, Chicago could push those buttons and get a little get a little bit going on the ground here with Fields getting another week to get healthy. Yeah, uh, I like Chicago getting the points. Yeah, that's a lot at home in Bears weather. That's mm-hmm. probably the way for me to Bears or nothing. Bears team total would be like twenty, if that. Maybe a nineteen. Frisky. I think they they're frisky. They're frisky in garbage time. That might be no a Mooney, right? This is all I don't, Claypool show. Claypool. I don't think so. If Mooney played, I don't think it'd be this big. Not that a receiver should be worth that much. The spread. Panthers. Like two St. Brown. You're going to see a lot of him in this game. The a lot worst. of Cole Komet. A lot the of Cole worst Komet. of the St. Browns. <laughs> um, Carolina Panthers, two and a half point favorites this late in the season. Total 38 over the Steelers. Need to hear about Pickett before I bet this game. Yeah. If this is Trubisky, no thank you. If it's Pickett, sign Money me up line. for a good. I'll, I'll happily take the points. Yeah, sell high on the Panthers. They're still not a great team. It was a good performance. Proud of them. Uh, the Jags getting five at home in Duval versus the Cowboys coming off an embarrassing win. Yeah. Kind of thing. That's Total enough. 48. Yeah. That's that's enough to get me involved, points-wise. I think play, I have enough play time Jags. to Jacksonville. I'm done. You're good with Jacksonville. You have enough. I have, I have enough Jacksonville liability and okay. other things. We're good. But I agree with okay. you. It'd be Jacks or nothing. Chargers laying three to the Titans. Derrick Henry had a good game. Quietly lost in the blowout. Henry looked fresh-ish. He looked decent. He got involved in the passing game, too. Is this the... Hey, the Chargers can't stop him and just embarrass himself off of win. It kind of feels like that's possible. Yeah. There's a decent chance I'm on Titans money line in this one. Oh, God damn. No home field. There's just no home field. And Derrick Henry looked pretty decent last week. 
Yeah, so did that. Uh, that said, that said, so did secondary. the passing game. So did the passing game for the Chargers, though, by the way. Yeah. So maybe this total's a little low at 45. 45? Oh, we got to rely on Lombardi. Yeah, that's the worst part is it's Ugh. a Chargers game. So I lean Titans, lean over, no bet yet. Bengals, mm. Bucks. Bengals laying four on the road with two of their three receivers injured and Joe Mixon healthy. Boy, do I not want to bet the Bucks, but the Bucks are the side here. Speed of AI injury news wasn't super promising, was it? No. I think he's out again. Yes. Uh, and also, you know what actually matters a ton for the Bucks defense is their safeties. Yeah, they've been beat up they, bad in the back end. Yeah, they have really, really, really struggled without Edwards and Winfield in the back. Logan Ryan and Keanu Neal not getting the job done. Carlton Davis, I believe I saw, hit the injury report as well. So decent little cluster injury going on for the secondary for the Buccaneers. Really just and yeah, self ban on the Bucks. Like that's so I think bad. I think all the engineer all the injuries to the defense is probably enough to talk me out of that one. Mm-hmm. Um we already went over Sunday night. Monday night, the Packers are laying seven to the Rams. Give me John Wolfert. <laughs> Is are you gonna, are they going to go no with idea. Wolf? Are they going? For I have the wolf no idea. Man? We need we need a little more clarity in that. And I just got a fantasy life notification. Debo is expected to return at some point during the regular season. Whoa! I was he very must wrong. Adamantium. Well, they could be like week eighteen. You could be not off by that much. I and heard then six Purdy, to seven. Purdy is day to day. Sounds mm. like he's probably going. Purdy is day-to-day. Well, he's only got two days to get right. <laughs> so best of luck to him. Um, all right. Well, uh, I don't know who the quarterback's going to be for the Rams, so I don't think I can bet that game. Yeah, I can't bet it this early. Do you have a – what would you do? What, 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 what would you – was that a show? Yeah. A Nickelodeon. Sure. What, what, what would you do? Um – Baker seems to. Baker looked good a little game. at the end, but I'd re- I'd still rather see Wolford. Ah, uh, McVeigh already said Baker's expected to start the rest of the season. Interesting. I don't love that. Interesting. Um. Yeah, I'm not going to bet that game. <laughs> no, no thanks. Um. Yeah. There's a, there's better better things to do with my my week then about that uh let's close the book here uh andy give me your world file your, your world cup predictions real quick uh so wh- wh- what's the first one what is tomorrow that's all tina croatia i like goals in that one i know i saw my guy heck he liked the goals in that one too that made me feel better about that I think we see some wide open uh, play there after after the first goal. Might be cagey at first, but I think after a score, it opens up a little. I'd like to see a higher scoring match. I'd like to see um, Argentina get through, and then Dan says under. Dan's oh, he's going against the experts. <laughs> yeah, I'm down <laughs> like six units. And That's then not uh, bad. Yeah. Morocco plays. You're not, you're not maxing out a penny, like two million a unit, right? No, thank okay, you. Okay, that's good. Morocco is playing. 
with the ultimate team. I don't know, like that their defense just because defense sucks. Like you've played pickup basketball. Sure. You anyone who's played basketball, anything like like de- soccer, especially defense sucks. Defense is effort. Offense is skill and you know muscle memory, I guess, but defense is all effort. And this team is not only playing just like max effort constantly, they're always in the right position. Every ball into the box is it's like, well, if that guy didn't boot it, there's three guys right behind him. Like they're playing so well defensively and then just taking the chances when they can. It's still like the best team left in the tournament. But man, we've been doing this an awful lot. I feel like it's uh it's an under. Like it, it just ends either, you know, you end up France one nil or like France in extra time. God sake, we get to penalties, then anything can happen. If you're France, you can't be letting it get to penalties because you have very good penalty takers, but I mean Morocco's shown they do too, and anybody can beat anybody in penalties, unless you're Japan, I guess. Um, isn't Morocco dealing with an injury to a port- important player and a red card to an important player? I, I'm not 100% sure on that red card if that clears or not. No, 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 it doesn't. He's out for this game. Because this is like the round that everything resets, I thought. So he's Ch- out. Chidira. Chidira. Yeah, so he, I mean, yeah, he was crazy. He's a sub. Chidira is out. <laughs> oh, he is? Oh, okay. Chidira is yeah, out. And then Argentina, there's two guys that are out. So it's red cards don't reset, but it was two yellows, Dan. Acuna uh, is out on yellows for Argentina, and Montiel is out for Argentina on yellows. Acuna was pretty important in their game against the Netherlands. He was everywhere. I, th- I think the dream matchup, unless you just love Cinderella, is probably France-Argentina. That's so fun. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, Messi, golden, Mbappe. Golden, golden ball. Golden, if, if Argentina makes the final, like Messi's super live. Um, but man, it's Giroud or Mbappe are very live. Did you think what did you think was going on with Mbappe kind of no showing against England? Did you even see him out there? I can't do it all, bud. He didn't do anything though. <laughs> Forget oh, about all of it. He didn't do any of it. He was French. Offense, food snob. I don't know. England's tough. England's a tough team. Like that was that was the toughest match they've had. They probably should have won. England, yeah, don't miss the penalty. England was and, a lot better. I don't know. I thought it was pretty evenly matched. Hmm. Just don't miss the penalty in your extra time. So, all right, I'm gonna go eat some leftover. Fajitas. Mbappe was was playing decoy. Decoy, decoy Metcalf. Decoy Metcalf. If you joined (laughs) us live in the afternoon, sorry we didn't do this yesterday. Hopefully you found some value from this. If you did, please subscribe and hit the thumbs up on the way out. If you're listening to this podcast form, get your hands back on the wheel, asshole. It's winter. (laughs) If you're in the north. Give it extra braking distance. Yes. Leave extra distance between you and the car in front of you. And you know what? Leave a few minutes early so you're not rushing through the winter weather. If you live in the south, suck my ass. I got, <laughs> I got seven inches of snow. I drew his Bermuda. 
<laughs> Kids love it. So, all right. It's With cold that, here, we, man. It rained today. It's fifty degrees. I think it's like it's nice here. It's awful. warm. We just got a lot of snow. So, oh, okay. We'll catch you guys at halftime for uh, Arizona. If you're listening to this after that game, we'll catch you at halftime for Thursday. And not to mention a Wednesday break. Yeah. You want to do when? Do you want to do Saturday prime time, or are you going to be too wasted at the holiday party? Uh, my in-laws are in town all day, so I will be uh, dressing a couple racks of lamb. <laughs> <laughs>